This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. What's happening, everybody? It's Dorkside News. I was trying to say that really fast, but it didn't really work. This is the Dorkside News. I'm James. I'm Richard. And I'm Frankie, who's learning. <laughs> he's learning the mic button, mute button. Um, I was trying to do like a fast intro and just be like, yeah, but it didn't work. So yeah, yeah, everyone, <laughs> come listen to Dorkside News. <laughs> you know, like when they got the the things, the guys that read the like warnings or labels or whatever on the commercials, like, and like you're like, um, I'm not even paying attention to what you're saying like, right now. I was trying to do that with our, you know, go to like Smash Bomb, <laughs> go to Smash Bomb and get a review. Go to DorksideNews.com to see our blog. And yeah, I can't do it. But yes, Smash Bomb. To write a review for us, we appreciate any and all reviews. That way, we know we're doing horribly bad or awesomely good. I those are really bad adverbs. Um, DorksideNews.com for the blog and for the podcast itself. And then there's Patreon stuff. Do you want to do that? Maybe? Yeah, I mean, if if you want, I mean, if you, uh, support us, if yeah, you uh, you got some Dorkside News photos at the convention or anything, like you want to help yeah. us out, yeah. Okay, so we're going to start kind of midway in this one. So the last episode, we had we had to cut off because at the time of recording, we were missing two conferences from E3. Well, those conferences have happened. Actually, three conferences, my bad. Uh, they've happened, and uh, now we're just going to talk about them. So I took what I felt was the, the best bits out of all of them, and uh, I, just, I just put them in, in the yeah. news. All right. So we're going to start with Square Enix. Um, I think Square Enix might have had the strongest showing of all the conferences if Microsoft wasn't there. Microsoft, I still think, was the best. They also inspired a lot of rage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, the big news there was Marvel's Avengers. Um, should have been the big news. That should have been the big news. Uh, literally nobody knows what the game is about yet. Yeah. But they know they hate the models. Yeah, okay. I'm, not, I am, I, I'm with them. I, just... I'm, I am not with them. That's fine. So this is why I am perfectly okay with the models. This is not connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in any way, shape, or form. Why oh. did you just say that? Because can you, can you please explain why you just because said that? everybody wants these models to look like the actors from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How about make them look like the comic books? That could that could be fine. Oh, if you're yeah, mad yeah, at that, that's, that's what it is. That's what I want. But people are saying that doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. See, my Robert Downey Jr. looks like the comics, so it actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, now he does. The Iron Man before didn't look like that, he looked similar, but not exactly like. I Robert. mean, they, they they adjusted Robert Downey Jr., his hair and everything, yeah. to look like the comics. So, I mean, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with it. I don't know because it's, it's a completely different story and it's. It's not connected to the MCU. Okay, folks at home, one of the three of us is a Square Enix fanboy. <laughs> and so you can trust the other two of uh, okay. us' opinions. No, but to be fair, the the game itself might be crap because we they didn't say anything about it. The news that we did get out of it, what little there was, it does not sound like it's going it, to... It sounds like Anthem. It sounds like Anthem's pay-as-a-service game, and, and if it's that kind of model, it is going to crash and fail. I don't... I mean, they have said... That you buy the game, and you will not have to unlock characters, at, or you you will not have to pay extra for characters as they are unlocked or regions as they are unlocked. Correct. But they have not said that you that you will not have to pay a monthly fee or something. There's they they didn't say anything about that. Yeah. They don't even tell you what the game actually is. Is it like Ultimate Alliance? Is it like a top-down shooter game? Is it a third per, like? They have said it's co-op. They have said it's co-op, but I think it's couch co-op. 
I don't think it's online. I don't need to be online. That, yeah. <laughs> I do, because hey. if I want to play with you at my house... You come over here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. yeah, that's fair. We Land parties are where it's at. Steven yeah. might be sad, but yeah. he'll come over and be like, oh, it's video game night. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, well, but if we're playing an Avengers game that's couch co-op, it's going to be Ultimate Alliance. I love Ultimate Alliance. Exactly. exactly. I don't. I don't know. I I have high hopes for the game, but I really don't think it's going to do well. Uh, I think it's going to be garbage. I, I really do think it's going to crash uh, and burn. And I think of the games that we're going to talk about for Square, that this was yep. this was the bomb. This was the one that's going to fail. Yeah. But I I mean you're right. Everything else was good. I yeah. I, I feel good about everything else. Uh, next one up, we saw Final Fantasy VII's um, remake. Uh, we got a little bit more news from it, and we also saw. Some more footage, but particularly footage of Tifa. And Tifa was never actually shown prior to the conference as a, as a well, I mean, we know she's a playable character, yeah. but she wasn't shown yet as a playable character. And they've shown how she works in, I cannot wait to play this fucking game. It's so, it looks so good. The only issue I have with it was it only takes place in Midgar, which if you're a Final Fantasy VII fan, that is basically the first disc. There's three more discs comparing it to the the original of content that they're just they're not at yet and they said that the the, the game is big enough of it on its own in midgar to just do that and then they're going to release another one later that's more of the content so it's like i'm excited for it but it's not the whole game yeah um the action looks crazy good it's like a split between um devil may cry which i know frankie's a fan of hell yeah and then the ATB system from Final Fantasy, most Final Fantasies. So it's like a, you push the button, you do the attack type thing, and you build up a gauge. Once your gauge is built up enough, then it's like a Final Fantasy choose your magic spell yeah. or choose your limit break, whatever it is you want to do. It just looks so good. I can't wait. I think it's interesting that they're, they're releasing it <clears throat> in the format that they are. Um, Mm, I believe part of it has to do is people are like, where's this game? Where's this game? And then they're like, well, we were going to finish the whole thing, but <laughs> since y'all just keep asking where it is, we're going to give you I just think if, if they're taking this much care into putting it into the game, it's fine that they're taking this long. But if they're going to just stop at Midgar and then not go on any further, then there's going to be issues. Oh, I, I think they're... Um probably almost done with the the entire thing but they just want to sell you um four thirty dollar games yeah or four forty dollar games i don't even know what this is going to be but they basically want to get you to pay 120 to 150 dollars and i guess if each game is let's say 15 to 20 hours they're saying it's more it seems like it's more upwards of 30 to 40 hours per game is that for the completionist though because no, mo- this is the, it's not for the completionist strictly because I saw them do a, a boss battle. They were doing a, a not a mock boss. It was yeah. an actual boss battle, but they did the entire thing and they started the boss at basically maybe three quarters of his health bar to maybe half. Yeah. And it was a six, seven minute long segment of just this fight. The fight was going on for seven, eight minutes and it still wasn't finished yet. They fast forwarded a little bit. So that was just one fight for the like one boss battle. There's going to be multiple of those, and that's 15, 20-minute battles just for the bosses alone. And mm. that's not a completionist thing. Like, it's part of the story. You have to kill the boss. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. You know? And I'm sure there's probably going to be some other completionist things to do 
Because if you don't have a platinum trophy in PlayStation, then you're wrong. Because every game needs a platinum trophy. And I don't know why you just wouldn't put one in there. No, of course. I, I, that's To me, that's that's the appeal. Like Basically, the people who like to buy a lot of games only want to play the main story. Yeah. Because they have another game to get on to. Yep. They don't have time to play. I'm a completionist. Um, I was super excited to find out Castlevania came out as a collection. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in buying it now. There's no platinum trophy for Castlevania. There you go. It doesn't make sense. It's not <laughs> that hard to add a trigger into, you know, certain things. Um, but so Final Fantasy VII had a good showing. I think a lot of people are excited about it. And then the very next thing that they were, everybody's talking about is Final Fantasy VIII. Not a remake, a remaster. That's important to know. It's a yeah. Final Fantasy VIII remaster. Um, the big deal with this one was, though, it, this game particularly hasn't been remastered since the year 2000. So the game came out in 1999. It was remastered on PC in 2000, and then nobody's seen it since. So this would be the first time it's been re-released on any platform since basically the release of the game. Basically, uh, James has this kind of pull that his girlfriend wanted to play Final Fantasy VIII, (laughs) and uh, he pulled some strings, and now... Uh, now she's going to get to play it remastered. I have a, a very, I, I'm a big fan of another podcast, uh, Sacred Symbols. If you guys are listening, we, I love you. Um, Chris Ragon has a very, very particular, he makes fun of himself because they talked about Crash Team Racing yeah. um, before it was even announced. And they say that he willed it into existence. And then he started talking about another game that they just announced. And he's like, I just will games into existence. I'm just that guy. So I'm like, if, if I could do that, I want to will some games into existence. Let's start with Gex. I'm going to keep saying Gex into the get-go until they fucking make it. <laughs> I love Gex, and I think it could work nowadays with modern jokes. Um, a couple other things that weren't on the list that I just remembered from the Square Enix conference. Um, I am a very big Secret of Mana fan. Yeah. I, uh, Second Descent 2 is probably one of the all-time best Super Nintendo games I can remember playing. Which, I think old-school JRPG people are yes, fans. Yeah. Which is Secret of Mana. Secret of Mana was one of the best games for really two was. reasons. The story was really good, yep. and it was the first RPG to use the multi-tap. If you remember what the multi-tap was, it was another extension port you'd plug into the second player to have another player, so you could have three players at the same time Whoa. on a Super Nintendo. But that's crazy at that time in a Super Nintendo. Yeah. And each character was playable mm-hmm. and it was an RPG. It's also I, usable, usable in NBA Jam, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Frankie's dead. I never uh, played uh, played it, but I, my good friend Danny, we had planned to re-go through it like because he has an original NES and the cartridge and all that. And then we were going to get the, uh, is it remastered or like? So this one, the one that they just announced is called the Collection of Mana. Mm -hmm. And it's Seiken Desetsu 1, 2, and 3, which in English was Secret of Mana, Legend of Mana, and Trials of Mana, I believe. Um, Those three games, Trials of Mana being never released in the West ever. So we're excited about that. Uh, But yeah, it's it's those three put together. I think... uh, ultimately that's what we wanted to do is like we wanted to just basically play through them because he was he was uh telling me that for one of the co-op games and it being one of the oldest games it's pretty like it's one of the better games like to exist this had probably one of my favorite final boss fights of all time uh, because in this one it's not really a spoiler 
you go through the whole game and you are trying to, you eventually learn a spell. Um, there's spells that let you empower your weapons and empower your stuff. Uh, one of them was for the female character to empower the main character's sword. And then the sprite who is androgynous, we don't know if he's male or female, or we don't know if they are male or female, um, also learns the empower sword basically type thing. It's the only spell that those two magic users share. And they both have to cast it on the main character for his sword to be empowered for like 30, 45 seconds to do any damage to the boss at all. And then when it wears off, you have to do it again. And it's super cool that you're juggling having to keep his sword enchanted with magic while also literally not dying from his like breathing fire on you and stuff like that. It's super cool. I I'm, I was excited to jump back into it. Um, Secret of Mana was released re-released on PlayStation 4 with updated graphics, and I hate it. I hate it. All they did was update the graphics, but not the mechanics. So the lag time that still exists in Super Nintendo games where if a, a monster would go off screen and it would come back or if you would hit a button and cast a spell and the spell animation is going and you're hitting buttons still, it would calculate all that in after the attack. So it was like it lagged out for a second. It was like, oh, you hit the A button 17 times. We're going to go boop, 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 and catch up. It was, it was weird. I figured that of all the things that you could fix on a PlayStation, that would have been one of them. But needless to say, the story is amazing. Everybody should play it. Um, there was a few other things from Square Enix. Uh, I don't really think anybody, anything, in my opinion, it was um, noteworthy. There was probably some games out there that people are excited for, but eh. Um, next up was a very quick, I mean, it was a long conference, but to me it was quick because I only cared about three things. Ubisoft. Ubisoft's wrap-up. First up was Watch Dogs Legion, which I am not a Watch Dogs fan in the slightest, but this game looks fucking amazing. Um, if it works the way that they are saying it's supposed to work, it's going to have a lot of people excited and happy. But there's some trepidation on if it's going to work or not. So the the whole thing behind Watch Dogs, Legion's, Watch Dogs Legion was any NPC you pick up is has a story and that's the story you're going to play with. And that's ridiculous. If you're thinking there's, you know, 10, 20,000 NPCs and each one has their own backstory and each one has their own voice acting in their own lines. How do they do this? I have no idea, but the only thing you need to know is there's a granny assassin that you can play <laughs> as. And that's probably the best thing watching the granny assassin do a, uh, a bar, like a, a, where they jump over the bar, but she's yep. doing it in granny style where she's like slow and like <laughs> putting one leg up over the bar. And it was so funny. Um, but it looks, it looks cool. I'm just hoping it plays like it says. And Ubisoft is eh, pretty much, they get a, yeah, yeah. Let's just hope it plays like it says. Next up was roller champions, which is, it looks like it's um, rocket league, but on roller skates. I thought it was important to bring up because I know there's a lot of Rocket League fans out there and there's another game coming for you guys. So there you go. Quick and easy. Um, the last one that Ubisoft had that I thought was important was it's called Gods and Monsters. It is a Zelda type game, Breath of the Wild type game. And you are fighting mythical monsters like the Greeks and Romans, like you're, you know, Zeus and all that stuff. The graphics were amazing. So if anything, the game is going to look beautiful. 
we're still waiting to see how it plays. It looks like it plays like Zelda, so I'm hoping it goes like that. What I was a little surprised is we didn't hear anything about Assassin's Creed. Kind of did, but not what people wanted. Because it's been eight months since Odyssey yes. came out. So as They are coming out with an expansion pack to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's free, and it lets you... Are you familiar with RPG Maker? Yep. Imagine that for Assassin's Creed. You can use can the Assassin's... All the hay bills. You can <laughs> You can create your own story quests and missions in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It doesn't sound fun. It doesn't really. The, um, the one thing that I took away from the PlayStation podcast I listened to was Assassin's Creed Odyssey is already a very bloated game, and that's yeah. exactly how they pronounce it. I haven't played it because I have no interest in Assassin's Creed, but I'm hearing that it's probably upwards of 80 to 100 hours. And now you're adding in the ability for people to make their own missions to add in another 100, yeah. 200 hours to the game. That's that's actually, I actually like the storyline of Assassin's Creed. I just get bored <laughs> and I'm like, can I just like see the end and then be done? I don't know. I tried Assassin's Creed 1 and after the fourth or fifth time jumping off the bird's nest, I was like, oh, I'm done with this game. I can't handle it anymore. The second one is more fun. Uh, for a little bit longer until finally you you realize, wait a minute, I'm assassinating people the same way each time. And <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it'd be nice to hear some Assassin's Creed things coming, but for those who like it, but I, I still really get excited. Again, I still, I actually did like it. I just don't have the patience for, <laughs> for basically, I think bloated is a good word for it. Yeah. I think if they added in a DLC 599 patch to just skip to the end of the game, people would probably buy it. Yeah. Like, let me do each thing twice yeah don't make me kill people five different five times the same way like no all right um up next was on final was nintendo's wrap-up and frankie and i kind of argue about this i think microsoft had the best showing frankie thinks nintendo had the best showing that's just because nintendo seems to always pull out some crazy thing out of like you're like how could they really top and then you're like well there you go (laughs) Um, the two big things that I forgot to put on the list for some reason, but I at least remembered, um, were the DLC characters. I think that was the thing that most people were watching it for. And then anything else after that was gravy. I can't tell you how many times like smash can win a conference. (laughs) How, how many times can one game that literally is choked up? Let's, let's be honest. It's a choked up game. Um, sorry to all you fanboys that literally are probably screaming <laughs> at me right now. punching their radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> but Smash isn't even as good as it could be. Um, Sakurai is, he's trying, he's doing a great job of releasing the characters, but you can tell he, like, because previous times before he said, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to make another game. Yet y'all keep asking him and he keeps delivering. And then yet when he gives you more DLC characters, what did you all do? This conference? You complained? There's still no Waluigi and other characters. Please, stop. I feel like this is the equivalent of complaining to George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to kill everybody. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. He's like, F it. I'm, you know, I'm not even going to finish those last books and I'm going to go do some other, <laughs> other game entirely. Yeah. Elden Ring, for but, those who didn't know. I just want to give a little bit of real talk. This is between me and you on the other side of this radio. Not these two guys in the room with me. Um, these guys talk about Smash Brothers all the time. Every podcast, they bring it up. And you know what the best part is? 
None of us own it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, guys. That's what I'm saying. He's not lying. That's what I'm saying. So, I don't even own a Nintendo console. Um, and I so, said they won. I have a DS somewhere. So yet, somehow, magically, Nintendo won the conference. <laughs> and he doesn't with, even own it. With, <laughs> and I own, it, I own an Xbox One. <laughs> with a DLC pack that they didn't even announce all the characters yet yeah. for. No, no, they didn't. Uh, but I do think that uh, having a sequel to a Zelda game that's not a fake Zelda, a sequel like Zelda Two. Like okay, whatever. hold on. Let's let's back up. Let me let me do two things at okay. once. Um, the hero from Dragon Quest was the first DLC character announced. We didn't go over them yet. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of cool because it is cool. You can change cool. the skins and you can be one of the four different heroes from the main Dragon Quest, the ones that everybody remembers. So he's he's what an does echo the A character. button do, James? He's so he's not. <laughs> so he's technically not so much of a different character he is here's the fun here's the weird but thing he's he's an echo character no 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 here's here's what's weird so playing as the the original dragon quest hero the hero he has an attack you know, most like some attacks like uh link has so you know sword attacks shield and block when you change the skin you become another dragon quest hero that has magic abilities from what I understood, from what I took away in the from trailer, this. I mean they showed in, it in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this it. so the different skin has different attacks, and then the next skin has different attacks. But the craziest one, the thing that Rich brought up was one of the Dragon Quest heroes has a pull-up menu like you would have from the old school Nintendo games, yeah. where you would choose attack, magic, item, run. That menu pops up, and you choose one of four attacks from that menu. I have no freaking clue how you're gonna play that in a game that fast Mm. but seeing it work was awesome i just don't think i have the ability to do the way it's it's just switch right because you're you're not gonna be looking at the screen please stop putting your hands on the cable (laughs) step away from the cable all right um so they're not gonna look at the screen they're gonna have it memorized and they're going to hit the button to bring up the menu, and they're going to tap yeah. down twice and hit A, right? Yeah. So it's these Twitch things that, that Smash Brothers is all about, and I I guess I'm that's not. like Shulk. Shulk was like the same way. Yeah, with his power-up yeah. or boost abilities. You could change, you know. So that, that's what I was going to say is, you know, people with Shulk already crazily had that on, da- like, lockdown. Yeah. So I can't imagine someone really... Um, Kind of just testing that out, finding because the only other aspect to the menu is from what it looked like, it was random every time you opened it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, if it was random, then that really throws somebody off. Yeah, yeah, then they they're not letting you memorize it. Yeah, um, I'm a huge Dragon Quest fan, I like them. I've played like Dragon Quest Heroes, the build, like that. You know, I've played a few of them, uh, recent, and that wasn't even the good character they announced. The next character they announced that nobody was even expecting, they were all expecting one character. The next one blew people's minds. Um, I watched that trailer probably 10, 15 times because I was watching reaction videos. I was not ready. It was hilarious because I didn't notice something that I noticed afterwards. So the trailer starts with uh, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, and um, King Cruel. Yeah, King Cruel. uh, All sleeping in the cabin. And something flies past the screen. And the first time I didn't even see it. You didn't see that? I didn't even see it. That was it. the first thing I noticed. I was, was like, oh, you know, here it you is. You know why? Because Diddy Kong, I saw when King Cruel was sleeping in the little sleep bubble thing. was. I was watching Diddy Kong's hands getting ready to pop it, and I missed the, the bouncing puzzle piece. But yeah, so there was a bouncing puzzle piece, and it was very noticeably from Banjo-Kazooie. And that's what they announced was Banjo-Kazooie. And they even trolled people in, in the announcement because... 
the silhouette was very, very obviously uh, Banjo-Kazooie, but then it like it, the character bent down and stood back up and it was Duck Hunt Dog. And, and it was everybody's laughing like, and just everybody's doing like, that. what, what the fuck? You know, and then Banjo Kazooie comes out of the sky and hits the dunk that dog in the face. And I was like, oh, that's they trolled everybody. It was pretty good. Um, so those are the two Smash characters. Uh, the next thing Rich was talking about was a, a sequel. So we've I was arguing with other friends who are also big Zelda fans. I consider this the actual first direct sequel to any Zelda. So you're saying Zelda 2 was not a sequel to Zelda I 1. don't feel like Zelda 2 was a sequel to Zelda it 1. It wasn't. It, <laughs> the well, gameplay actually, was, it was different. Not, it wasn't even Zelda, right? They just they just took a different game and they uh, reskinned it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was so a different was game, a different story. I mean, it was still a hero saving a princess, but that's all the Zeldas. I never saw... I wonder if it was ever released, like, what it originally was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I heard Majora's Mask was a direct sequel to um, Ocarina of Time. I still kind of disagree there because again, Majora's Mask was. Oh, very you do different. know the, the the book, the Hy- Hyrulean book that Nintendo officially released yeah. has the official timeline. Yeah, like no, the, 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 these these are all quote unquote sequels, but I'm saying a direct sequel. So Majora's Mask did take place, meaning like same same game same, engine, same game engine, same everything. Majora's Mask did take place after Ocarina of Time, but it was vastly different because that game you put on masks to do things. Ocarina of Time, you played a flute. Like, two yeah. different things. You know, the Zelda franchise is about a different game style each yeah. game, and this is not. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild uh, is getting a direct sequel, which is continuing the story from where it ended and what looks like maybe Zelda's a playable character now, which that was nuts because they were showing some gameplay and Zelda Fuck was doing play. things. I don't want to play as her. I want to play as Impa. <laughs> I want to play the badass who royally like rules over and trains all these awesome people what were they called the gorons i want to play a goron like yeah. a big rock monster <laughs> yeah who doesn't you don't you don't want a boulder uh, a boulder belly button uh that was a big deal though i feel like regardless it's another zelda and people are excited yeah so so far this is two titles two titles by uh, that are uh big name drops yeah by nintendo um so i put this one in here, it's not exactly big news, but I wanted to point out something. Luigi's Mansion 3 was announced. Excuse me. Still don't know how I feel about it because the second one I heard was pretty uh, me. Apparently, the one thing that people wanted from the second one was that you can play as the goo monster, the goo Luigi, whatever it was. In the third one, you can. So uh, I don't know how it works, but I thought it was pretty funny to bring that up. In the third one, you can play as like the goo Luigi. Um, after that, was Zelda's Link's Awakening. We did talk about this one before. Um, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's a Zelda game. I like Zelda. I have a Triforce tattooed on my wrist, so I'm a kind of a Zelda fan. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, there was also a, a very quick one. It's called The Cadence of Hyrule. It's a basically like a skin for another game. Um, Crypt of the Necrodancer. And this is a very like beat oriented, like you play to the music type game. And this is going to throw off a lot of Zelda fans. So I want to point this out. This is not a Zelda game. It is a Zelda skin over another game. It has Zelda characters. It is not the same type of Zelda game. You play to a musical beat in this game and it's completely different from Just a regular game. Yeah. It still Which looks is fine. It looks fun. It looks cool. I, I mean, all the sounds, all the stuff yeah. is there, but it's not a Zelda game. It's yeah. it's an expansion to 
Crypt and the Necrodancer. With that being said, can we get another uh, Rhythm Heaven? <laughs> um, Nintendo had so much. Good Lord. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, yeah, okay. We're cool with that. We want to know the Animal Crossing. Delayed. Uh, so, <laughs> delay it's, it's coming but later uh they did show that you could decorate the entire world though instead of just your town so wait this so i guess uh, that'll be interesting if they're going to make um your uh phone animal crossing thing have much more bigger aspects i would i wouldn't put it past nintendo to do that to have some kind truthfully, of truthfully i hope they do because like originally the idea of the phone um having animal crossing was cool because like you you know you have your own little decorative but it literally did nothing like you you don't even really have that much space to decorate you literally just have maybe your friends can yeah come. which is this is cool they're like you can decorate everything yeah. everything i was like, okay um I don't even think I feel like I need to announce this one, but Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, yes, we, we saw are, stuff from it. We are one month away. Yeah. We're one month away and all three of us get to play our favorite character. Yeah. All your favorite character, not mine. What do you mean? Your what do you mean your favorite character's not there? Oh, I thought you meant we're all playing your Okay, no, no. no. Yeah, I I said we, we all we get to play all going to play Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. I was like, he's your favorite character, not mine. <laughs> No, I'm, Ultimate Alliance is going to be good. It's as simple James as James gets to play Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're Iron, going, Frank. Iron Fist is like, what the fuck are you doing here, Superman? No, you get to play Iron Man. Yeah, I get to play Iron oh, Man. You, you get to play Strange. Yeah. I think Strange is in there, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, normally you don't get to just play the character you want. You I mean, you have to unlock him. Yeah. Um, Astral Chain. I'll unlock him. I next know. up. I don't even know what to say about this game other than the fact it looks fucking cool. Just look it up. I, I can't really explain much more to it just look up astral chain it looks awesome collection of mana we just talked about here was an oddball announcement that came out of freaking nowhere panzer dragoon is getting remade what <laughs> yeah remember yeah. that old game i am not Dope. i'm not I'm against this that. at all i'm not against it at all but i just that's not yeah that was not on the okay. list of things all i right. thought would be remade <laughs> i'm not mad and then i had to put this one on here for frankie no more heroes three bro <laughs> All I have to say is motherfucking Travis Touchdown <laughs> is back. <laughs> that man, I gotta see. I gotta see more of Travis beating off his sword. Beating off his sword. Yep, that's that's the that's yeah. literally the best description to say that how is, that game. Yeah. Like. Um. So that ends E three. I still um, I still fight that uh, Akumi Nakamura was the best part of the entire show. That was the um. Oh, God, I already forgot the name of the game. Uh, the Tokyo... Yep, I'm out. <laughs> Ghostwire. That was what it's called, Ghostwire. Good Lord. Um, that was that game. And then Keanu Reeves was my second favorite part, being in Cyberpunk 2077. Actually, we, Dude, just, got, we just got new Cyberpunk news, and I'm really excited about it. Mm. Cyberpunk lets you play as any gender, including transgender, if that's what your choice is. So you can play as any gender you want. Which basically just affects your pronouns of characters talking to you, I guess. I think so, yeah. Okay, whatever. I mean, it's cool. They put it in there for you, so. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing was... Um, I just hope the storylines would actually, like, properly get updated. I don't know. Yeah. I hope it's yeah. not just... Not just, a, like, a throw-in, just yeah. like, hey, we did something cool. Like, it actually means something. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last part was John, I forgot his name, but he brought his dog on stage. So that was the third best part. I mean, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Anybody who brings a dog apparently yeah. is the best. Thing it was ever. a cute little, I think it was a pit bull too. I, it was I a remember. Pit bull. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's E3. We have a lot to look forward to. It looks like 80 to 90% of these games were announced to come out between March and May of next year. Like almost all of them are coming out at that time. I, I really would like a, a pretty strong commitment to having like 80% of the games come out within a year, basically before the next E3, because <laughs> I hate when the, like some E3s, the majority of the games you don't even see for a long time. That or how they come back <laughs> the next year and announce the same gear. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. You're like, was, what, what? Why? I was going to say something much worse. At 80% of the games just come out, period, because... I think the last couple E3s, some of the games just disappeared. They're yeah. not even there anymore. And I get it. Uh, you I know, mean, you can't help it. Yeah. It's it's almost like Final Fantasy VII was announced. Yeah, it's like As five and a half years ago. That's <laughs> when it was literally announced five and a half years ago. They're only ago. giving us one disc. <laughs> uh, Here, shut up. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's already made. Uh, yeah. They've already fired the yeah. programmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's his in Blizzard, Rich, okay? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're going to ha- hop into our regular news because we had a lot of that stuff too. Uh, Star Trek movie, it could be in the works. And I mean, no, no, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can see your face. You're like, little Star Trek. It could be directed by Quentin Tarantino and it could be R rated. So that puts an entirely new spin on Star Trek. Because I really want like 20 seconds of looking at some Orion girl's feet. <laughs> Hell yeah. Some green blood in the shower or something. <laughs> it's not my thing. I'm I don't know. I think it'll green be blood. interesting. Green yeah, green blood. Because oh, uh, Tarantino has to have blood in his movies. I somewhere. don't I, I mean endless blood, I don't care. The <laughs> but, weird foot fetish thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggle your big toe. Sorry. <laughs> um next up, John Boyega seems I'm not kink shaming. I'm just <laughs> yeah, he she, has to just, just save that for your Pornhub search. Like <laughs> You don't need to make an entire Star Trek movie based on it, all right? <laughs> Just go to Pornhub. There's Star Trek on there. Actually, there right. is. There's plenty there. <laughs> there really is. You don't need Tarantino. Yeah, uh, up next, John Boyega seems like, I don't know, does he seem like he's trashing Star Wars? Oh, he's literally just outright trashing it. I think he's trashing Star Wars. So he's liking tweets that are against the trilogy. Um, he's made several comments that he's unhappy. Is His unhappiness is as similar yeah. to Game of Thrones was actors were saying they were um, um he he said he said something along the lines of um you know people were like oh well he's not complaining uh the way that the got people are and he was like oh i i do it on the on set yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he he's just uh he just seems generally unhappy with his character's arc and that's and i i really respect that when when the actor of a character says you know what the story's done, right? I mean, the movie's yeah. filmed. Yeah, it's yeah. done. And he's like, yeah, you're not going to be satisfied. I wasn't satisfied. My character, if you love my character, you're not going to like how this ends. To be fair, Game of Thrones was like, you're not going to be happy with how it ended. And then people weren't happy with how it ended. And they were surprised that they weren't happy with how it ended. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but Star Wars wasn't originally the kind of movie where it's like, oh, you're going to watch... Uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back or whatever, and you're going to hate it. Like, <laughs> I do think, I again, I liked The Last Jedi. I did. But I also can very easily agree that Ryan Johnson fucked it up pretty yeah. bad. Um, and, and you can respect that the actors themselves yeah. didn't like what happened with the movie. Exactly. And apparently they're not going to like this next one either. 
<laughs> Who knows, though? Yeah. Maybe. I don't it's know. just some of the actors. I'm still going with Rise of the Skywalker means that the Jedi are done. Skywalker is the new religion. I think that's the next. I think that's I'm going with that. I, I am already looking forward to the next trilogy. That Ryan Johnson was going to do, and then it was pulled from him. Good. He is no longer doing that trilogy. So now we have the Mandalorian to look forward to. That's all. Uh, hey, Frankie, your uh, your favorite company's in some pretty deep shit here. It sounds like, uh, you know, <clears throat> State of California is investigating it's, Riot Games. It's been going on for a while. Um, it really hasn't even been on like uh, just a couple of months, guys. Yeah. Literally, this has been going on for the past two years. Yes, two years have they been under some kind of uh, watch for their actions against employees or other partnered companies they worked with. This includes the Korean pop and artists that worked on the uh, K-pop like skins for KDA for, and yeah, all those. Yeah. All those. And, you know, honestly, I'm sitting here um, and wondering what's going on. Uh, this is California. It was so if you guys don't know, it was a very gender discriminate, discriminatory case. There was they were apparently Riot Games is very discriminatory towards women. And a lot of the employees were staging a walkout. They were just tired of it. I mean, yeah. Don't they just seem kind of toxic in general? Like it's legal legends. Of course, it's going to be toxic. <laughs> I mean, as much as I love this game and that company, really like you guys, like if you are listening, um, Mark, I'm sorry, bro. Your game is really toxic. I've quit three times now, three times oh, because yeah. oh, I've yeah. tried to come back and I've tried <laughs> to give the community another chance to redeem themselves and not be toxic. But literally it doesn't take me but five minutes into a match where somebody goes, you're a fucking worthless garbage player. And you're like, oh, God, Jesus. Why? We haven't I was going to say, yeah, but have you been playing. banned from a game before? <laughs> um, actually, I have. I've once. once. James, James has been banned. He actually lost his entire account. Yeah. So, I have not done that yet. Um, I, I just think MOBAs in general incur- encourage toxic behavior. Yeah, yeah. MOBAs yeah, and first-person shooters seem to be the top. It, it's seeming... Yeah. Let's not even just say MOBAs because... I before before we had voice chat on uh, Riot's game. Let's be honest, Overwatch's voice chat was a oh, fucking yeah. atrocious. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> that was not fun. I would get on and I was like, and I'm done with this game. Jesus, <laughs> like eleven this. year old screaming like the f word, and you're just like, <laughs> I could not. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I'm hoping the some good comes out of this. Um, I mean, I don't want Riot to go down. I, I, I mean, want Riot and I to don't, fix themselves. I don't either. And I would like to see, yes, I would like to see them fix. But uh, something else I would like to say to listeners who are listening about this matter about Riot. Um, you want this to get better? Um, do something about it. Yeah. Stop being toxic. Stop like allowing other people to be toxic in a situation. Call people out. Report people. And, you know, this, yes, doesn't stop the the gender or the problem that's going on at their corporate office. But this allows you as a, like a player to help make this community that much better. It helps James learn to be better. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still going to get banned from games. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, You actually came up with a good segue on that one too, Frankie. Have you seen Rich? Have you seen the commercial uh, from Jack in the box a long time ago with Jack walking out in front of a Burger King ripping off his sleeves and saying, if you don't like it, do something about it. 
It was hilarious. It sounds funny. Fun commercial. So you just reminded me of that. But I wanted to bring up, <laughs> it was, I wanted, there was a reason for this. I wanted to bring right. up Burger King. Uh, I can't even fucking say. Burger King has turned their Whopper upside down. Yep. That's the marketing ploy yeah. they're going with. It's the stupidest fucking thing but I've tell, ever tell heard. But tell them what it's for. Tell, tell them what they're it's for. They're putting it upside down for Stranger Things. It's in honor of Stranger Things. They're doing the upside down Whopper. And it's the stupidest thing ever. And I want one so bad. Why? God <laughs> oh, I will buy a Whopper. Yeah, I'll buy a Whopper and I'll flip it down. upside down. Like, I want an upside down Whopper, Whopper so bad. So bad. Oh, my I was God. like, this is the stupidest marketing ploy, but it's working. I, yeah. <laughs> now, the cup, I'll agree. The cup. Fantastic idea. Okay, so I'll, I'll get that for yeah, a let me Let me explain what's going on here. So they're doing an upside-down Whopper uh, in honor of Stranger Things and the upside-down. Um, every other th- piece that comes with it, the fries and the, the drink, are all old-school 80s logos that they had before from Burger King. They just slapped them on this one because, you know, yeah, Stranger Things period. takes place in the 80s. So it's really cool old-school, um, not marketing, uh, branding. That I, It just looks cool. I like it. And, you know... Another thing that they could do, I feel like they did in the past with Pokemon and creating those golden cards. And I'm just saying, I'll buy, I'll buy a golden card of all four or five like uh, main characters from Stranger Things. I don't care. Don't you mean eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think. I always liked that as a kid. Like you went to your fast food restaurant and you were like, "Oh yeah, I want to whopper." What they have collectibles from my favorite series? I just yeah. thought that was kind of cool because it was like it's an off niche thing, and I think they should bring it back because I used to have all of those Pokemon Gold cards and I had to sell them because I'm a poor boy. So I, I, I yeah, that sucks gone, for you. Yeah. That Charizard is like 150 yeah, right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it couldn't get any better. Baskin Robbins wants to jump in on this too, and oh, they God, said, God. "You know what? Fuck your Whopper. We're going to turn our Sunday upside oh, down." Lord, <laughs> no, no, but theirs is legit. Yeah, it's it's easy to get a Whopper upside down. You literally just flip it upside down. It is hard to turn a Sunday upside yeah. down. So I, again, I want it. It's the toppings on the bottom, so it's actually yeah. like a pool of caramel or a pool of fudge sauce or whatever with the ice cream on top. They just literally flipped it, so everything is reversed. Yeah, I mean, that's it's still it's still silly. It is silly. Of course it is. <laughs> it's still, yeah, it's still silly. But like this time around, you're like, oh, okay, may not. It actually has some kind of different play on what flavor. It would actually you'll be taste getting. different. Like, yeah. I you'll, mean, you'll legitimately get a different flavor out of your ice cream. I know there's yeah. probably at least, I mean, if we even have that many in listeners, there's at least 10 people out there that are going, that is so stupid. I want seven. <laughs> like they, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, if you, if you want one, I'm, I, I do too. Um, continuing along in Stranger Things news, Fortnite is doing a Stranger Things crossover. I am so excited. I am not. Please tell me you get to play as the Demi Gorgon. Come on, admit it. The Fortnite story is amazing. It is so fun. Yeah, but you're not playing the Fortnite story in that one. You're playing Battle Royale. That's the, that's the DLC they're coming out with. What? I thought Netflix was going to have a series. No, Netflix is saying... So this is this is why it confused everybody. Netflix is saying that the Fortnite crossover is happening, and they announced it at E3 because it was a video game conference. Okay. Yeah, it's dumb. All right. <laughs> it's just that gonna makes be me sad. It's just gonna be Stranger Things in Fortnite. That's all it is. Okay. Well, that actually is still as cool. Just like when uh, when they put in Thanos, which was super fun in Fortnite. Um, so yeah, I'm but, sure this will still be fun. It won't be as cool as I actually wanted the storyline of <laughs> yeah. Fortnite mixed with. Uh, 
like well, a, yeah, like a cartoon version of, of that would have uh, been awesome. But yeah, I, it, I feel like the the single player Fortnite mode is long gone and will never come back. You know, I, I that know. makes me funny. If they went back to the original Fortnite game where you could build your base and uh, and protect yourself from yeah. a, a demigorgon invasion, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, dope. I think that sounds great. I want to do that. Are you uh, listening, Epic? That's the company that makes it. They own everything right now. They own everything. They fucking own everything right now. This is very true. <laughs> so, uh, they Frankie, could own us. <laughs> you, uh, you liking those live action Disney movies that you've never watched before? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like thought they were cool. I thought the idea of them were really cool in the beginning, but now that I keep hearing that like people want more and stuff, I'm just kind of like. I'm really well, over like the fab or like this draw to wanting. I so wait, so you never saw any of them? <laughs> no, I, I well, and I never saw any of them. Wait, what is technically the the like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Whatever is that a Disney or Snow is White that... and the Huntsman wasn't a. I mean, it was a live action Disney movie, but it's not in the same vein as these. Are there dwarves? Are. No, Snow White and the Huntsman. There is no dwarves. Yeah, this, that's not the, that's yeah. not live action. Oh well, I knew it was live action, and uh, I mean it actually, is live action, but it's yeah. not. Was it like was it Disney? Disney made how Aladdin's made by Disney? It was an okay, so it was a Disney movie, but like I'm saying, it wasn't in the same vein where the live action they're a, literally beat for beat the movie. Yeah, it's it's a remake of the the, the Snow oh, White okay, one yeah. wasn't. Then yeah, no, totally, I yeah. have not watched it. No. So I saw Beauty and the Beast. Um, if you like Beauty and the Beast, you like this Beauty and the Beast. It was it was good. Um, they added in a new song. And it seems like they do that a lot, or they're doing that a lot with all these movies. They added in a new song, which kind of uh, explained Beast's past, which I thought was really cool, because they didn't really go so much into Beast's past in the cartoon. I, I tried to watch about, uh, I got, I don't know, I got through about 15, 20 minutes, and I just felt like it was so much slower than the cartoon. It is pretty slow. And I, and I turned it off. I was just like, you know what? And I rarely do that. I stick through some really crappy movies that I'm like, I need to be punished because I started watching this crappy movie. <laughs> so not, not that one. The one after um, that everybody's talking about, it was Aladdin. Um, I'm hearing, cause I haven't had a chance to see it. I still want to see it. Uh, I don't know if these two do, but I still want to see it. I, if it comes out on Netflix, I want to see it. Um, Aladdin. I've heard the genie was good. Will Smith did a good job as the genie that, but there was no point from being blue. Like he could have just been himself and been fine. So I feel like people are saying that the blue was just not necessary for him to play the genie. It was just a thing. Okay, first people were complaining that... I, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Exactly. Um, people suck sometimes. And then the other problem people had was Iago didn't really talk like Iago did in in uh, the original movie. Like, he just parroted... He literally parroted backwards instead Iago of talking. Iago was so important... <laughs> he was. ...in adding humor to the first Aladdin that I just don't understand. But um, in in that same vein, um, Jasmine has a new song in, in this movie, and a lot of people liked it. So it was. It's that seems interesting. Anyways, the reason we brought this up was not to tell you that Lion King is next because people already know that Hercules was just announced, and of all of the Disney movies that I've seen live action announcements for or seen myself, this is the one I'm most excited for. This one has a very interesting cast. It had three people on it. Four. I four people on it. <laughs> I do love these people. I yes. kind of have a crush on Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Anna Kendrick is uh, going to play Meg. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is playing Hades. 
And the sexy beast Chris Pratt is going to play Hercules. I don't and know about that. I will fight anybody who says that he doesn't think they can get as big as Hercules because Chris Pratt can fucking bulk up or skinny down or whatever he wants to do because we've seen it before. I've seen him do it, and I know he can. I know he can, <laughs> but I don't know if he will. That's Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And then Danny DeVito is coming back to play um, Phil. That's okay. great. Purely on that. That's <laughs> yeah. great. I'll go see it now. And Anything, Danny DeVito coming back is yeah. just, that's the selling point and right there. I'm pretty there. sure the end credit scene is him going to have claws and here comes the Wolverine Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but he really did say that he would come back to play Phil. So of that cast, I was excited. Um, it sounds like that would be really cool, a cool setup. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is um, wonderfully awkward. I guess is the best way to put it. And seeing a Hades version of that would be really cool. Um, all right. So up next, uh, think geek has merged with GameStop, which I feel like think no. geek is no more. No, uh, GameStop has owned think geek. Yes, they have. But now think geek is giving up their stores Completely, and yep. everything is going to GameStop to be sold. And uh, this is a good time to purchase stuff from ThinkGeek if you want, because it's 50% off right now. It's 50% if off. If they have anything left. Yeah, and um, in the next probably five, six months, uh, GameStop will probably be no more. So this is definitely a good time to pick it up. Yeah. I am I am calling it. I don't think GameStop is going to last the rest of the year. Uh, man, that is so hard. I I hope they figure out a different model. To survive. They need to do it quick. After they lost 13% of their stocks in the last month. They need to go game crazy. <laughs> just give me a subscription. Sell, tell me I, I mean, can just honestly, come and pick up any game I want. They could call game crazy up because literally game crazy is still a website. <laughs> they're still, no, they're still the website that, that literally, literally just does news updates. What about game? Gamefly was the, uh, the Netflix of that still exists. <laughs> that's still strong. I'm serious. Yeah, that's that's crazy. still very strong. That's actually uh, crazy to, them competing against Redbox. You know, the sad thing is, is GameStop makes amazing video game merchandise. Yes. Like my Keyblade is from there. Um, a bunch of my plushies are from there. I, I really, really like. What? This uh, is, sounds so stupid, but what I'm afraid of yeah. is everybody buys um, their big box games or their big box systems, usually from GameStop. I know I did. I bought my PlayStation from there. Um, the... The issue I think that we're going to have, though, is if GameStop or if uh, ThinkGeek is gone, GameStop goes under, we're not going to get our uh, pre-order stuff anymore, like the big, cool Doom helmet. Or yeah. I don't know if that's a viable option for I them mean, to do that anymore. But you could always get that stuff from Amazon. That's true. I, I mean, literally, those collector edition, big helmets, stuff like that, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, Which is probably where most people get that stuff. Yeah. To be honest. So just wanted to point out, we did lose Frankie. I don't want people to ask, like, where did Frankie go? He had Why a, isn't he talking? He had an emergency he had to go take care of, so he, he took off. But uh, we'll we'll entertain you with our voices for the next 17 news segments. I don't know how many there are, but there's, there's some more. I am um, so excited about this next <laughs> Jordan Peele, the man, the myth, the legend, wants to do a live-action Gargoyles movie. Oh, man. I mean... I would go nuts. I would lose my shit for them just to say live action gargoyles. But when they say Jordan Peele's 
live action yeah. gargoyles. I'm all. I about hope it's it. not a movie though. I hope they don't give them a movie. It needs to be a at least a mini series or some sort of Netflix series. Yes. Netflix, are you listening? Man, just give me five episodes a season. Give me three seasons. Done. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm all for it. And if they can make like a reference to uh, Doctor Who and the statues and stuff, that'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so up next we have some really unfortunate sad news, but I felt like it needed to be talked about. Uh, so first up, um, Duke. Do you remember Duke from the Bushes Baked Beans, Rich? I I do remember. Um, roll um, that beautiful bean footage. Um, unfortunately, Duke has passed uh, to cancer. I didn't even know it was the same dog. It was I just the, figured yeah, they rented the a dog each. <laughs> it like, was the same dog every time, yeah. Um, I was sad to hear that. I don't really care for beans in general, like baked beans in general. But if I did choose anything, it was usually bushes because. Yeah. I, I mean, like if somebody the, says it's barbecue and can you pick up some? Yeah. That's, yeah. I would just get that. Um, Trusted I just did brand. I just don't like beans in general, so I didn't get them. Um, Travesty. <laughs> and then right after that, I, we got more sad news that, um, Patrick Munnick from Horizon Zero Dawn's, um, producing committee he's also passed and from what i can tell we don't know from what yet um we just got word from horizon zero dawn's uh game dev team saying that he passed and there'd be more information to come but uh that fucking sucks because horizon zero dawn was one of my favorite games last year and it was an amazing game so i'll admit that the way you wrote this i you you're like and then the next item is also sad and I looked at the next item and I was like, Shokugeki no Soma gets fourth season and you're sad about it? Like, wow, what, what did that they do That is awesome. You? No, I wasn't done with the first sentence. Okay. Yeah, I put it All together right. in one sentence. Uh, All right. Yeah, so... Sorry, uh, guys, about Patrick yeah. Minnick. Uh, unfortunate news. Um, I, I don't think... I mean, if there is going to be a silver lining to it, I don't think it'll affect the development for Horizon Dawn 2 because they are still making it. Good. And a lot of people are assuming it's going to be... Um, the release, I uh, got uh, the release game for the console. The release for PS5. It would just be smart too. So, I think that's still going. But uh, I mean, sad news. It sucks. I, you know, I'm still kind of beat up about it. Uh, and then uh, the better news was Shokugeki no Soma or Food Wars, as it's better known, gets its fourth season. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, it's fucking Food Wars. I love Food Wars. I've been trying to get my girlfriend to watch it. She watched the first episode and she said it was the dumbest thing ever. And I was like, well, yeah, the first episode is kind of funny. It's kind of dumb. Keep going. And I wish I could like point. Food Wars has probably the best character development I've seen in any anime. I, I just think that um, you should always give it two, two episodes. My but you rule, don't need to give more. I give my rule of three. Uh, I give it three episodes, except for Doctor Who. When it comes to Doctor Who, I always say give get one season in, just one season. I just tell people to skip the reboot. Never skip nine. You do skip, not skip, you skip nine. nine. You don't need Rose. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go back and watch it after you're hooked and you're like, I just want it. But you don't. You don't. If you want somebody to want to watch Doctor Who, don't give them that season. Uh, okay, so I can from <laughs> personal experience. If you want someone to be a Doctor Who fan, skip nine. I'm sorry, <laughs> Christopher Eccleston. I love you. You are an awesome doctor. But there's apparently some fans of you, or not some fans of you. I, I don't know. The writing just wasn't as good as it, it got it later. It did get better. It, yeah. it did get a lot better. Um, and 
My girlfriend hasn't even gotten to the uh, Don't Blink episode yet, which is probably one of my favorite Tenet yeah, episodes. So, so she's going to be surprised there. <laughs> Jesus. I remember walking down the street and seeing a, an angel statue, and I was like, nope, no, <laughs> fuck that. Um, this isn't some... I don't even know how to... Okay, so comicbooknews.com. I've used the website every now and then to, to look up some news. Yeah. That's, what, that's what it's for. Comic, comic, uh, yeah, comicbook.com. They put up one of the worst clickbait articles I've ever <laughs> seen. It was so bad that I had to get the actual article. Okay, so what it was was comicbook.com's article says, Ashley Tisdale is trying to start a Twitter feud with Kevin Smith. Now, if you guys know me at all, I am a very big fan of Kevin Smith. I would shit my pants to meet him. I love Kevin Smith. I listen to his podcast all the time. I like Mark Bernardin. I like Jason Mew. Anything that he does with anybody, I, li- I love it. I listen to everything. Um, Kevin Smith lives in Beverly Hills. Uh, he apparently likes to drive like a madman. As he in, says. It, yeah, as he, he calls says. himself. Yeah, in Beverly Hills. He's, he's said it on his podcast before. He's like, I, he even has a story about him racing his daughter home. Um, going like 50 down the side streets. Did he say he drives like Cruella DeVille or did Ashley? He did. No, he did. He did, yeah. Okay, so Ashley Tisdale uh, first tweeted, thanks that Kevin Smith, which is his his Twitter handle, for scratching my mirror on my car and not stopping. Classy move, neighbor. So he does live right next door to Ashley Tisdale. Um, Kevin Smith replied back with, apologies, I drive like Cruella DeVille in the hills. However, I did do a courtesy stop. Then you pulled away first. I was like, that's so Sharpay. And then Ashley Tisdale replied with, ha, apology accepted. That was the Twitter feud. That's the entirety of the fucking Twitter feud. I read this article. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I, I I think these websites see the kind of millions that the Kardashians and people like those people get. And they're like, well, we want some of that too, but with geek people. <laughs> but geek people are usually nice and they hit each other and they go, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Did you, can you believe he said that? Like, yep. come on, man. This is ridiculous. Um, we're I, just, we're just not enlightened enough for that kind of drama. <laughs> it's so stupid. You hit my car. Sorry. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> Um, I did like the Cruella DeVille reference. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Kevin Smith's so funny. I like he can put me to sleep. He talks he talks to me. I sleep like a baby. Um, this is some interesting news. Did you like the Hunger Games, Rich? So I read the books and I like the books. I didn't watch the movies. I think I saw bits and pieces of the first one. I I didn't see the last two movies. I don't think. And I, I didn't still, read the last book. I still need to. Oh, oh. So this was I wanted to okay, this. If you haven't read. Excuse me. If you haven't read Hunger Games, this is a spoiler warning, but it's something I needed to bring up. My least favorite part of the entire book series was Primrose's death. Okay. And she dies horribly. And apparently she goes out the same way in the movie and it pisses me off. Like, I know that you're, you know, the character buildups there, you need the death to, you know, to feel something, but it was awful. Um, District 12 if you remember what that mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. Um, developed some weapons with grenades that explode twice. So there was an initial explosion and yep. then they explode again. So the, the first explosion went off and Primrose went in because she's playing a nurse at the time. She's yep. trying to help people. Didn't know that the second explosion was going to happen and then gets killed by that explosion. 
by her own district. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit, that is brutal. Yeah, to me, everything was about the actual like first Hunger Game one. And so as they got more and more into the rebellion and whatever, I just didn't care so much. I liked it because um, where it went from that, like District 12 was a hidden underground. I'm sorry, I think it was District 13, actually. I apologize, guys. It was District 13. District 12 was where uh, they were from. District 13 was the hidden one. Uh, District 13 had like all this amazing tech that they had kept hidden yeah. because they were a hidden district. So <laughs> I liked that part of it. It was pretty cool. Anyways, Suzanne Collins says she's going to work on a prequel. So I thought this was really interesting because... So the prequel set 64 years before the events of the current books. Yep. In The Hunger Games, however, I believe it was something like the 80th or 90th version of The Hunger Games. It wasn't in the 60s. It was past that. Oh. So that means that if this is... still going to be Hunger Games? There's still going to be Hunger Games in this one. Okay. So I think that's really cool, but maybe there's something key or important that happens here maybe this is where the the emperor or whatever his name was is instated and that's where he's been for the last 64 years um but then on top of that lionsgate just got the rights to make that movie when she's done with the book yep so super cool yeah I, i think that that could be really cool and interesting because um right there's there's gonna be more technology at that point because they kind of like they restrict the technology yeah more to like yeah, keep the, people the, the further it went on it seemed like the technology got further away from them yeah yeah so there should be some interesting things that happened because like the hunger games was instated after our peak of being a, a yeah. civilization so there should be some technology and like a downfall of it yep uh, <laughs> oh geez i'm all for this next one but i have no idea how it would happen Samuel L. Jackson says he wants to come back to Star Wars and I, he wants to come back as Mace Windu I think he's hungry to do um, lots of geek movies now. I yeah. think he only, he wants to do movies that he's excited about. Yeah. So he's revisiting all of the characters that he like. He it, just did Shaft. Yep. Um, I, he I've, he did Glass, right? He did Glass, yep. yeah. So these are all superhero nerdy movies. Um, he's so I cool. Still, I still attest to this day that Mace Windu's not dead. We didn't see a body, so he's not dead. It's totally fair. He got thrown out of a window. And that time period is so much more interesting than the empires kind of like destroyed the whole galaxy stuff. I don't know. Did he he get his hand cut off? I think he got his hand or something cut off, right? Before he fell out the window? Oh, I don't know. I don't don't remember. Um, But yeah, if if Samuel Jackson wants to come back to Star Wars, you better let him because I want to watch this shit. I'm all for it. I just don't, I don't know how they'll do Mace Windu in something. I I just can't see them doing a good job with a movie. Yeah. I, um if they again if they did a mini series. Well, see, here's I don't know. They see uh, this is where I guess a lot of people argue. I loved Solo. And if they did Mace Windu like they did Solo, I I think I could be I think they could work. I, so, I liked Solo too. Actually, I did. Yeah. Um and um my only problem with Solo is that there's not more Solo. Because the problem to me is that Solo um, is not, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie by the definition of the art of movies. It's a franchise movie and franchise movies. I just want them all gone. Like I don't, I don't want the franchise movies like that and just make them all Netflix series because the special effects and everything in Game of Thrones or anything like that is top notch. And 
you can tell these stories that they cram together into like I don't know it just you look at like Logan right Logan was not an X Men movie it was just a um, like artful uh, I don't know travel movie um, of with superheroes it's yeah. fine that has superheroes but it was an artistic movie that uh, if it didn't win awards it should have and I'm I bet it did win awards because it, it was amazing yeah whereas the X Men movies are garbage. Um, and even good action movies are told better in a, you know, in a six, nine episodes like show. Cause even with solo, you could have broke it down to his escape from, uh, I think it was Cornelia. I forget what the name of the planet was. Um, his escape from the, the planet is one episode. And then the next episode, him meeting, um, I forgot. Damn. I just watched this movie too. I forgot all the characters names, but meeting the other yeah. bounty hunter. As another episode, like, and that's totally. those are two hours right there. If you had made that into um, a five-episode Netflix type series, Netflix, HBO, Disney Plus, whatever, yeah. it would have been amazing, and people would not have been complaining. Yeah. But when you make it a movie, it's different. Yep. And I don't, I don't, I just don't think those movies. I think this, the Star Wars movies uh, are not telling good movies anymore, and. They are just franchise movies. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're a fan of fan service, then franchise movies are for you because that's all they are. They would be, except for the fact that the, the Star Wars fans don't like it. <laughs> are you a well, hardcore Star, Star Wars fan? Because you sure don't seem like it. I am a hardcore Star Wars fan. I don't believe and that. I, I did like, I know a lot, about, a lot more about Star Wars than I think the average fan would. I think that um, both of us know a lot more about a lot of geeky things <laughs> than the average fan. But... I don't think that that means like I don't consider myself a Star Wars fan, but uh, I, I've seen every single one in theaters, every single one. So have I. <laughs> what language do uh, Wookiees speak in? Kashikian, or no, that's not Kashikian. They're not. from Kashik. I forgot. I went over this Shirook. last time. Shirwook, <laughs> But he is from Kashik. He is from Kashik. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could see it as a, I could see it as both. I think I pr- prefer it as a Netflix streaming you, series. They could make an epic, like just like Logan. They could make like you know the Mace Windu movie that they say, you know what? Let's have a top tier writer, and it doesn't have to go anywhere, and just be amazing, and let Samuel Jackson do what he does, and it could be amazing. But they won't because yeah. for whatever reason they'll ruin it. I don't know what's wrong with the them. only thing I I would need in a movie is just let me see what some Jedi's look like. If they're doing a time piece, like a time period piece, and they're going before that, just let me see what Jedi's look at that, like like in that time. Then I'm, I'm boom, I'm done. I'm happy with that movie now. If you let me see Jedi's a hundred years or fifty years before, yeah, you know, I'm good. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting one. So right from Star Wars to Star Trek. Uh, NASA has found a Starfleet insignia on Mars and it's on the surface of Mars. It's just an insignia sitting there and it's not like, I don't even know how to explain it. It doesn't even look like it's accidental. It looks like it is an insignia right there. And it doesn't look like it's, if it was an accidental, like it was blown wind or whatever that caused it, I would be shocked because it looks exactly like an insignia. Um, so yeah, there's Star Trek people on, on Mars. It, I mean, it's, I'm sure those insignias are on earth and places. I mean, it, it's just right. It's, 
but I do think it's interesting. Like if, uh, if multiple, um, uh, like parallel reality kind of stuff was real, then one reality could have uh, Star Trek type technology or whatever. And they actually like crossed into our universe and then they uh, did stuff and then left. I don't know. <laughs> Be awesome. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go look at the uh, insignia on Mars. It's pretty cool. Um, and then unfortunately, because Frankie just left, it's going to be a little bit harder to talk about this. Cause I'm pretty sure rich has never seen this, but Netflix is just either it's either coming out soon or has just released an, a really good, amazing Jonathan documentary. Amazing. Jonathan is a comedy magician who seemed like he was on drugs all the time. And I think he was on drugs all the time. Um, this guy was hilarious. One of the funniest magicians I've seen ever, um, do, do these tricks. And it's a documentary on how weird of a human being he was, but also how potent and powerful he was for people that were inspired by him. Like he's just a character. So if you like comedy, if you like magic, go watch this really strange, but interesting, uh, documentary on the amazing Jonathan. It should be a good time. Um, do you want to do this next one last after we go through the rest of the stuff? Okay. Okay. So comic book corner, this is kind of a uh, more of comic ri- book corner, <laughs> riches forte. I'm still lagging in the uh, comic books, but so I almost got tricked here because, uh, I started writing about the uh, Marvel comics web shape of four, Yeah. but I actually didn't scroll far enough down <laughs> because the story is being updated. So at this point, um, as you listen to it, you already know what this is about, probably, because yes. this seems to be a countdown. Yeah. So uh, Marvel has released a web, like, like an image of the number four in Spiderweb and then a number three yeah. in Spiderweb. Um, it probably, most likely, is just the next big event for Spider-Man, because... I would like to point out two things. One, Marvel put up the webbing number four and put hashtag Marvel comics underneath of it. Yeah. It is a comic related news thing. Yeah. So let's not hear your MCU theories. It is not MCU stuff. So get away from that. I've seen so many people like that means fantastic force coming to the MCU. No, they said Marvel comics. It is not an MCU thing. Also, what what does Spider-Man three have to do with fantastic four? Exactly. Making sense. Uh, The second thing was, I just wanted to point out the meme that I saw. That was the greatest thing ever. It was, uh, it said, uh, rest and rest. (laughs) Rest in peace, uh, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man crossover, uh, <laughs> Sunday, June 16th to Monday, June 17th. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, nobody knows what it is. Nope. Uh, everybody thought it was Fantastic Four because it started with four. But- uh, Spider-Geddon did just finish up in the in the comics, so it could just be that the next yeah. big Spider-Man Ooh. thing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the next piece of news is that you know, the Bill and Ted movie is coming out. Uh-huh. Excited. And the writers just wanted to make it very clear that, number one, the comics, which the movie writers did work on, and the cartoons, which they were not allowed to be part of, were um, were not canon. So, so, the, so, the, so they're saying just ignore all of it. So when you watch the movie, don't don't remember all the other stuff from the, like the cartoons. I watched the cartoon when I was yeah. a kid. So basically, if you if it's not Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure or Bogus Journey, it's non-canonical. Forget about it. Yep. Okay. Then, uh, so did you watch the Birds of Prey trailer? 
I have not, um, only because I have no interest in anything Batman. Okay. I just am that way. Well, I, I and I, I get it. I know that you're pretty strongly like <laughs> committed on this front. I don't know that there's much Batman here. Uh, anyway, they have a trailer. It shows Harley Quinn. I is it Margot Robbie? It's Margot Robbie. Right? It looks like Margot okay. Robbie. I actually like her more as Harley Quinn every time I see her, which I kind of hate because I don't think she's a very good Harley Quinn. <laughs> but I am like falling in crush with her, so yeah. I'm. I guess I, I guess like, she's convincing. Me. You're just. I guess it's the same thing with me. You're like watching. Like, God, that's not a good Harley Quinn. But man, Margot Robbie's hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like you know what? I'm just going to accept that this is now a Harley Quinn, right? There's a bunch right. of different Harley Quinns. So, but then you start understanding why Harley Quinn went crazy for the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is going to be about, and it's in the extended DC universe. It's going to be about Harley Quinn, Black Canary, Huntress. And Renee Montoyo. I don't know who that is. So I don't know who Renee Montoyo is either. <laughs> and I don't know why she doesn't have a superhero name. Um, My name is Renee Montoyo. <laughs> but uh, they're going to rescue Cassandra Cain. And not our, our friend Cassandra Cain. Not our friend Cassandra Cain. <laughs> not, not that one. But, um, but our porn star friend did name her porn star name after Cassandra, Cassandra Cain. Cain. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I think, it, I mean, based off the trailer, it looks cool. I will, I will go watch the trailer. Now, what I think is important here is the release dates of the movie. So they've announced the release dates of all the movies that they formally announced. Birds of Prey is February 7th, 2020. Oh, that's pretty quick. Yeah. What, and so it's next. Yeah, it's, basically, it's, it's the it's, next one. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 is June 5th, 2020. The Batman is June 25th, 2021. I, that's Glitter Batman. <laughs> uh, then the, the Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad 2, Yes, not the not the sequel because there isn't one. There isn't one, even though there's some of the same characters and some yes. not. So the Suicide Squad is August sixth, two thousand twenty one, and then Aquaman two is December sixteenth, two thousand twenty two. I I I actually want to like um, bet a little bit that DC is going to be fixed. By the time the Suicide Squad comes out, 2021, I think that uh, rather than a bunch of independent movies that are kind of kind of weirdly yeah. garbage and big lights in the sky and everything, I bet Birds of Prey is good, and I, we we already suspect Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be good. Well, um, I haven't seen Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman wasn't bad. So Wonder Woman was. A pretty good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's still as broken as any DC gods among us. <laughs> it's. I mean, if if you if you want characters have, that have challenges, don't watch DC <laughs> movies because these characters are overwhelmingly powerful. But um, if you like that stuff, it's good. The important date here to note is August sixth, twenty twenty one. That is when the Suicide Squad comes out. There, yeah. There's two important pieces of that. That is. The Suicide Squad coming out again, it might be the redeeming factor for DC right there. Yeah. If James Gunn can fix that. But it also is the date signaling that just a few months before that, James Gunn is probably going to start production on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So Yeah. <laughs> Which means we're not going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 until 2023 or something like that? If they can do it fast, 2022. But I sincerely doubt. It'll probably be 2023. I, I mean, technology is getting faster because uh, all the special effects, right? They're, yeah. they're very heavily special yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Batman, it might be good. I know you don't like Batman, but 
Um, you know what? I, I still I want to see this one because I I respect Robert Pattinson. Glitter, I, Glitter Boy. I want to see Glitter Boy as Batman. I want to see how it how it works. I still think that he will probably be the best one of all. I what I think is a like hilarious to me is that um, 2026 we might see Justice League, and uh, um, they're just basically pretending all the garbage movies didn't really happen. <laughs> But meanwhile, the movies they liked were like Wonder Woman did happen. I think that's what they're doing because they're just like, we don't know what to do. We lost our Batman. We lost our Superman. Let's just pretend none of it actually happened. <laughs> let's not even pretend like, because the Suicide Squad didn't even change the name of the movie title. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's just pretend that movie never even it's happened. It's bizarre. Like, yeah. I've never seen a, a Hollywood <laughs> studio do this before. Um, do you think uh, Daniel Radcliffe or Rupert Grant might come back and be the Joker in one of the Batman movies? So... Batman can get his vengeance from Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, Radcliffe will take Joker dark. Radcliffe will do anything he and might do not, it amazing. He okay? might not be able to survive going as, as deep <laughs> yeah. and dark as Joker because he's he's a very method actor. Yes. Um, and Swiss Army Man, I think he was actually dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we've got what sounds like Abrams might get Superman 2 or Green Lantern, which is, to me... A good sign that maybe they haven't learned other lessons. You know what this sounds like to me? Abrams is fucking uh, fix it, Felix. That's, yeah, this shit's broke here. Abrams, fix it for me, please. Like he fixes it for the non-fans, though. Yeah, that's right. Fair. So he, like he makes it very mainstream. Yeah, and it's like wow. To like, be fair, I think is what it's what it needs right now. Which is that's fair. That's fair. They um, can probably. Um, do splinters or offshoots of it after it doesn't suck. I don't really understand Superman 2. I guess they're going to still pretend Superman 1. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't really Wait, is it. he going to have a mustache in this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like they ask the actor to grow a mustache so they can CG it out just yeah. so it looks the same. <laughs> um, if they're going to do Green... I would mind Green Lantern Corps. Do you think Ryan Reynolds would come back and do it again? I I hope that they have him as a as a joke as or a cameo. Yeah. yeah, like Deadpool just sitting there in the back. Something like I know I'm not part of your universe, but hey, be amazing. All right, and that's it for comic book corner. So uh, next is Meeple Mania, and uh, we just have two things in here. Uh, City Skylines is being turned into a cooperative board game. Have Holy you ever have shit. you ever played? City I have Sky- played City Skylines. Yeah, right. It's good. Yeah. Um, what I find weird about it though is their number one the gameplay is like kind of tetris and you're going to see that this year there is a lot of tetris board games huh so you 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 draw i guess a tile and then you have to try to fit it into a shape i mean i don't don't exactly understand if there's a timer or what i haven't seen how these games play yet but i've seen a number of different games announced with these this tetris mechanic and I, i think it's um bizarre yeah um the other game that had it was the actually which was another video game adaptation the um that's the kingdom rush board game oh yeah yeah, also had the tetris mechanic so uh it's gonna be tetris it's gonna be cooperative and basically there's gonna be some mechanic of running out of money and you're gonna flip over cards that have hazards 
that are like environment, environment, uh, I'm sorry, uh, environment, weather, crime, you know, different obstacles that the group has to like kind of overcome. And you have to reach prosperity for the city before you run out of money. Prosperity is always one of those words that frightens me because we could not get enough prosperity in Gloomhaven. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I, I think it's interesting. Um, I would not have expected it to be cooperative. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. But I, I like Skylines and I like cooperative games, so I want to give it a try. Yeah. And you can definitely get into some arguments like, hey, man, why'd you put that there? That's, that's oh, stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is there is a new Kickstarter by Peterson Games. I think they came out with one Kickstarter a month now. <laughs> it's, 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 All you need to know is it's Peterson Games. That's it. Yeah. That's where we're going to stop. April, right May, <laughs> June, three months, three Kickstarters. The newest Kickstarter is Eternal Adversary. Uh, still cool minis, still big cardboard, um, you know, like placard things yeah. for tracking your character. But the way this is playing is it's team versus team. You choose chaos or order, and you are playing a hero, and you're leveling up your hero. You're exploring these random like exploration tiles. I'm sure as you buy more packs, it's going to introduce more different exploration tiles to make it even more random and it uh it's very different most of their games are more strategy games i guess it's still kind of a strategy game but it's a little bit more hero quest or i guess like a combat uh combat rpg kind of thing i know it looks cool um we're gonna have a link in the show notes so it's a peterson game so yeah i mean uh, (laughs) it's i mean their games are expensive but they're they're worth it. And they're, they're asymmetric. That's that's the my favorite thing about Peterson games is that you always play like different things. Yes. Um Yep. Pretty cool. And with that, I think we have one final thing. All right. Uh we were gonna argue for a second. Okay. Uh <laughs> are you familiar with the term kaiju, Rich? I I am familiar, but I didn't know the definition. Okay. So we we're having an argument about this one, and actually I think we're going to make it either a poll question or a, a, a would you solve this for us type question. So kaiju is, if you don't know, is the standard definition for a giant monster similar to Godzilla, Mothra, King Kong, all those type of monsters. I was listening to a conversation a couple weeks ago and they were stating that Clifford the Big Red Dog is considered a kaiju. And I know you and me have argued back and forth that it either is or isn't. I think because the definition literally translates to a strange creature, yeah. in that sense, Clifford the Big Red Dog is a kaiju. And my argument is that there is nothing less strange than a dog. <laughs> That's fair. Um, the other argument was that most uh, kaiju are giant. And that's where a lot of the argument comes in is, okay, so Clifford the Big Red Dog is a big red dog. But what is giant considered bigger than a house, bigger than a skyscraper? Like, I, You know, if, if you were to say the definition of kaiju was giant monster, yeah. I, I might go with it. I might accept it. Yeah. But that's not the definition. It's, it's strange creature. That's the definition. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, if you say movie-wise, if you want to have Clifford fight Mothra, <laughs> I'm good with it. 
I would, I, you know what? I'd actually pay to see that. Yeah. And then we got into another argument that Mogwai are actually kaiju based on the definition alone. Based on the definition, yeah. They're, they're not, they're, they're humanoid. They're not humans. Yeah. They're strange creatures. They don't like water or eating after, well, I mean, if you want a gremlin, then yeah, feed them after midnight or yeah. get them wet. But So what we were hoping that you would do as the listeners is let us know if you think Clifford the Big Red Dog is considered a kaiju or not. And uh, put it in the comments on our Facebook or in a Smash Bomb review. Whatever you guys want to do. Let us know what you think. Help us decide. And I'm going to fight to the death that Clifford is actually a kaiju. So. <laughs> and I will stand over his corpse. <laughs> because he's not. As a giant. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, again, if you don't remember, SmashBomb.com. Look up Dorkside News. The dorksidenews.com will have our Smash Bomb link in it soon. And all of our blog posts and all the show notes, everything's yeah. there. Um, yeah, that's that's where you're going to go to find us. Other than that, I hope you guys have a good night, afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening to us. If you're Australian, um, happy day ahead of us. I don't, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I'm with this anymore. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye, Bye everyone.